0: hear ye all nights
1: of the road are now called into session for the recruiter roundtable the recruiter roundtable underway tim ashhoff good
0: morning good morning great to be here dave
1: hey it's great to have you with us uh, you fixing to go to a big football game this weekend
0: Yeah, I'm going to go watch uh, the Huskers, and uh, hopefully they can bounce back from last weekend, and we can get back to the winning ways up here in Nebraska.
1: (laughs) Well, good luck. We'll we'll report on that Monday morning. Uh, The landscape of the trucking industry has changed in the last year. And, you know, landscapes and trucking have always changed. It's always been a seasonal uh, uh, industry. Uh, But things are shifting. Uh, You know, the the seasons that trucking goes through, they cycle through every year. But that overall big 30,000-foot view is a slower cycle, but things are cycling a little bit quicker now. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But there is a more challenging freight market now. It is having an impact on some carriers. And uh, what we're going to discuss here this morning... On this edition of the Recruiters' Roundtable, table is how Creek Carrier, Schaefer Trucking, and Hunt Transportation, how are you guys handling the current climate? And what are you telling uh, prospective drivers and uh, the folks who have been with you for some time about the long-term outlook? And I would imagine that um, long-term used to be long, and I think it's getting a little bit shorter now because we never know what's going to happen next. And you and I were talking about something that we always have to dice in to our discussions, and that is the widespread flooding we were just talking off the air very quickly about I-90 being closed in Minnesota yesterday, still closed in South Dakota. More coming, more wet weather coming. We still have a, we now have a disturbance that is pretty much going to be a tropical storm here over the next day or two. Uh, heading of all places, the Bahamas as we speak. So all of that really uh, dices into a murkier and murkier and harder. It's hard to pin this tail on the donkey, isn't it?
0: It is, and you know, I think the the thing that we've done and what I I think is so valuable to us and our drivers is, is yes, we have those day-to-day fluctuations we have seasonal fluctuations and as you said it it seems like they're coming quicker and quicker and and maybe it's more extreme even but we've always been taking the long-term view here and um you, you know that's true with how we view freight the type of freight we want and what the freight market will be and and so you know last year was was certainly a crazy year spot market rates were high as ever and and freight was uh you know abundant wherever you went and you know to be honest with you we didn't even play in that market. We don't haul spot market loads or other things because while that could have been maybe a a quick uh, sugar high for us, as I've said, we maybe could have earned some more money at that time. We know that the right thing to do is take that 30,000 foot and that 30-year view, actually, and saying, what do we need to have consistently year after year, and how long will that freight last? And, and, you know, those cycles can't last forever because uh, shippers can't afford to to live through those. And so we stayed steady with our consistent customers. And the good thing now is, as we're seeing this year, is, As I go out and visit customers and as we see uh, our customers' uh, freight patterns, uh, have they grown as much as they did last year? No, but they're not going backwards. And uh, that's sometimes where I I hear the economists out there saying, oh, are we on a recessionary path or otherwise? You know, our core customers, they're they're hauling as many loads as they were last year. Uh, Maybe they're hauling them a little bit different. They've spread them out, so there isn't some of the seasonality. There aren't the the peaks right before a holiday or otherwise, but they're still still doing very well.
1: Yes, even a small gain is huge, considering the size and scope of the economy, too. And I think people forget to get a perspective of where we are along the line.
0: Yeah, especially when you come off of a year of such big growth. Um, And so when, when that creates a lot of pressure and obviously some great times for trucking, And when you get to what is more, I'll call a normal period, uh, normal doesn't seem normal. And I think that's one of the things we we have to keep in mind, both as a carrier, as we're working uh, with our customers and and ensuring we have the right freight in the right places and doing the work we have to to do that, but also then for the driving force out there as well to to say, hey, this is trucking. This is a normal year. Um, you, You will have some seasonality. You will have some day of week uh, um, type variations. You'll have some parts of the country variations at times, and weather will have an impact and all the things you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, and there are so many um, analysts out there analyzing so many things that you can get a real bad view because of the, the focus, uh, the laser focus on one aspect or even one quarter, even sometimes even one month. Uh, in the course of a year or even a two-year period that kind of really skews things. You guys have been around since 1966. You know how to take that long view.
0: Absolutely. And that's why, you know, when we start seeing some of these analysts, uh, and, and as I mentioned earlier, some of them saying that, oh, the market's a lot worse than last year or they we're heading into a recession, um, you know, I look at our business and then we go out and talk to our customers because to, to us, that's the key. And as I mentioned before, um, particularly coming into this holiday season, I've been out in the last couple of weeks to a couple of really large nationwide retailers, both of them are very optimistic about the holiday season. They're already seeing strong sales, even for some of that holiday push. They're not seeing the impact of tariffs um, on on their customers at this point, or even on the cost of goods. A lot of things were brought in early, uh, that was part of that push last year on on freight in the first part of this year. Uh, so they're very optimistic. So we're, we're, I kind of see a uh, you know dichotomy between what I read and hear uh, on the news sources, and then what I'm hearing from customers and seeing for business.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I hear I hear what you're saying. You know, of sticking with the uh, with, with the customers. Um, As you just said, uh, you're talking to your customers. But there's one aspect of uh, a customer base that I I don't think it's uh, emphasized enough. And you can even pull back on this, too. But uh, you have a stable customer base. Uh, You've had customers since day one, actually, you know, going back to the 60s. So how does the stability of that customer base impact the volume of freight that uh, your drivers are hauling. Um, it, it ha- I mean, in other words, freight is freight and customers are customers. Uh, but uh, that stability, that longevity, that really plays into a, a, a solid base.
0: It's extremely important, uh, particularly as you talk about in, in going through the ups and down cycles. Yes, we've. We have the same customer we have when we started day one. Uh, we started out hauling uh, Alpo dog food, which is now Nestle uh, Perina Pet. You know, they're still one of our larger customers and have been in our book of business and and from day one. So have that strong relationship. But we also have them with many other uh, customers that are, you know, all, I can tell you, uh, essentially all the customer relationships of our top 20, the top 10 customers for sure have been top 10 customers since I started here 17 years ago. And uh, the the great thing about that is, as I mentioned last year, you know, a lot of people could have abandoned those customers and gone to the spot market and hauled a lot of different freight for, for um, you know, higher rates. Uh, with our relationship with our customers, you know, we treat each other fairly over the long term. We continue to haul for them and now as that spot market freight's gone away or those rates have come down We still have that uh, contracted freight with those long-term customers because of, you know, us sticking with them during the the peaks and them sticking with us during, you know, either the valleys or the normal times. So that's what's so, um, you know, one of the great things about being here at Creek Carrier and Schaefer is, you know, same with Schaefer. We started with uh, Hershey back in 1937, and Hershey is still one of our largest customers. So um, just tells you about the long-term relationships we have not only with our customers, but we want to build that with our drivers. And certainly, if you have that steady, consistent freight for, with great customers, that's great to develop You know, steady, consistent lanes and paychecks for drivers, and they'll stick with you for that long term as well.
1: One of the things, and, and I wasn't kidding when I said we have at least one thing in common – Radio Nemo is a family company, and so is Crete. Always has been, private, family-owned. Uh, talk about the advantages, and and are are there some challenges to being a private, uh, private family-owned company?
0: You know, I think there are, are many uh, great advantages, and I think we are a lot more alike uh, than you might think, as far as being uh, Radio Nemo and Crete Carrier in that. You know we do want, we do treat each other like family and with respect and want to want to help each other out. In fact, just yesterday I was uh, walking uh, over in the drivers lounge area and and ran into two drivers there were talking to a third and and, uh, and I, I, I kind of stepped in on the conversation there and they're like hey we're talking with uh, our driver here and and he's on a fleet that just doesn't know if it's quite working out right for him. We're talking about you know what what other options may be and he needs to talk and so we started talking and we we've got him. What are you your needs what are you looking for what do you want to change and and we got to move to another fleet that's working well for him and and that wouldn't have happened if those couple of drivers that that were also in the lounge didn't start talking with them and and you know had that conversation on how do we take care of each other and and that really is a, a still a focus here of being family owned and then the other part of that is, is you know, having a great family that owns us that is invested back into the company. You know, We're debt-free. Um, we own every truck, every trailer. So no matter the, the cycle, the ups or the downs, we continue to buy new equipment, have a good, well-maintained equipment. And we do focus on the long term, not, not what are the quarterly earnings or what do the analysts think about what we're doing or how we're doing it, but what are the right decisions for the long term. And uh, that, again, is great for our customers and great for our drivers.
1: You know, uh, two or three drivers talking over coffee in the lounge. You walk up, uh, you grab a cup, sit down, you start talking. Next thing you know, this guy's squared away. Uh, That's the way to do it.
0: It is, because it is all about communication and and taking care of each other. And, and, uh, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. Um, You know, that's you know we are a larger company but being a family company to still have that sort of feel that we want to take care of each other we we can work together at at any level uh, we can sit down and have a cup of coffee together have lunch together uh and uh, just you know work through through work through those family issues so to speak and find the right thing the right fit for the right uh family members that that's that's what i enjoy that that's one of the most rewarding parts of my job to be honest with you
1: well, I have been there where you had that cup of coffee with those guys, and I can tell you the atmosphere there is exactly as you described. It really is. Um, let's talk a little bit more about freight, though. Um, now We've talked a little bit about you know, the overall general uh, method that you guys use, your modus operandi, so to speak. But are you, uh, what are you doing now to secure more freight at this point?
0: Well, I'd say we have two major focuses. One is that you know we do continue to grow with those long-term customers. Uh, we provide them you know great service from really great experienced, safe drivers out there, and that always brings on more freight. If you can do that and you're providing great service, uh, more freight from your existing customer comes your way. The other thing we have is, okay, we also go out to continue to find what new customers out there fit within our uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. So, you know, we haul mostly consumer packaged goods, food stuff, so anything you'd buy in one of the large retailers, maybe the home improvement stores, those types of places. So what's new on the horizon out there and, and what kind of company wants to build a long-term relationship with their carriers, and we've been fortunate to grow with uh, a number of those there. In fact, just had a couple new awards here that started in August, uh, added about over 450 loads a week from those customers as well as a couple existing ones. So there still is, as in any market, uh, up or down, uh, when you develop those long-term good relationships with customers, um, you can grow. You can find freight. Um, there, there's options out there, not as many as maybe last year, but there still are options, and if, if we do our job, uh, we can provide that uh, great. Free for the drivers to continue to keep moving and earning a great living out there.
1: Indeed, well, we're going to wrap things up here, uh, but uh, let's look to the future again, and let's look to future drivers that are looking to uh, sign on or, or new recruits. Uh, what are you What are you telling uh, driver recruits about the outlook for Crete, Schaefer, and, and Hunt in the future?
0: You know, I'd say uh, almost what I'd say every year since I've been here, even in the ups and downs, is that, hey, you know, we are going to be here for the long term. We are focused on providing steady, consistent um, freight for our drivers and good, quality, steady service for our customers. And we may not be as flashy as some, and we may not have some of the bells and the whistles that others do that provide some short-term, you know, blasts or otherwise. But if you look at us and you talk to our drivers, uh, ask one of our drivers on what we do year in, year out uh, during the ups and downs, um, we're going to be that steady, consistent family for you uh, to have a great career and, you know, one day retire from here and retire with a nice profit-sharing account when you do. So, uh, again, it's we're about the long term. Um, you know, we're not about, and I'll be honest with you, we're not about a driver that's looking to, hey, go run after a sign-on bonus or, or let me do this for a couple months and I'll move to the next place. We're looking for that long-term relationship.
1: And so are we. That's for sure. Well, have a great time at the uh, the game.
0: Yeah. Good luck and, and go Saints. I hope you beat the the rest the the refs or I can't remember which one it is. The rest or the Rams? You said. So.
1: <laughs> <I> know, right. <laughs> Double teaming. <laughs> Double teaming. Um, you guys uh, meet. Um, where, who are you playing tomorrow?
0: We have Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois, so uh, okay. Comfort's opponent,
1: yep. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Yep. All right, all right. Well, Tim, we will talk to you soon.
0: All right, thank you, Dave.
1: Tim Ashoff, everybody.